Hi, I'm Kelsey Zeiser. And I'm Nicole Ferraro. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, we're talking with Alan Bresnik, aka the King of Cable. King. Altice, the broadband strategy, and why they recently did a 180. We'll also get into their Q3 results and what to expect from the ISP next year. Well, thanks for joining us, Alan. Welcome to What's the Story? I'm glad to be here, Kelsey. Thanks. So we heard that Altice or Altice, depending <laughs> on what region uh-huh. you're in. Altice. 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 I'm from Queens. <laughs> <laughs> The Queens Bronx. English, no. <laughs> Different Queens. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we heard that the Altice USA um, has kind of done a 180 on their broadband growth strategy. So what's changed and, and what um, why did they uh, decide to do that? Well, basically what they were doing had been working, but suddenly it wasn't working as they found out with their third quarter results because they actually lost broadband subscribers, which is really hard to do during a pandemic. Most uh, providers <laughs> have been gaining broadband subscribers. So uh, what Altice has been trying to do is convert people over to fiber. They've been uh, overbuilding themselves, building fiber networks in New York and the New York metro area and other regions. Um, but they haven't been doing it fast enough to compete with Verizon, which has fiber networks throughout the metro area already. So they've been losing subscribers to Verizon. Um, What they've also been trying to do is put through a bunch of uh, rate increases. They put through a couple in one year, and their subscribers did not like that. So they've been trying to move to fiber, but but not quick enough to keep up with Verizon. They try to do a lot of rate increases that the subscribers weren't happy with, and they've been trying to keep expenses low besides spending on fiber. Um, And it sort of kind of blew up in their face in the third quarter results and cause them to do, a, as you said, a 180 and, and, and uh, decide that, okay, we're going to do fiber more quickly. We're going to do the fiber upgrades quicker. Uh, we're not going to do rate increases to, to a year. We're going to do it on a more periodic basis. And we're going to definitely spend more capital on our plan from now on. All right. So what does all of that mean for, for the company more broadly going forward? And what is the... You had a, a story about their gigabit strategy and their, their gig subscribers. How does that, all of that factor in here as well? Well, it, it's their, their stock went down, uh, so that definitely caused them, and they, and they were getting bad analyst reports, so that definitely caused them to, to change pace, besides the fact that they uh, were using broadband subscribers. So um, they're, they're trying now to speed up the pace so they can... Um, get more subscribers and switch everybody over to fiber quicker than they were planning to do. And as they switch people over to fiber, they're signing them up for gigabit service. And they're actually doing a pretty good job of signing people up for gigabit service. Actually, I think from the numbers we have, I think they're probably the leading provider in terms of the number of gig subscribers they have. They have something like 580,000 gig subscribers around the country if, if their numbers bear out, as they say they do. And do you predict, uh, you know, in the next quarter that things will start to turn around for Altice? And also, what are your thoughts on uh, what this might mean for customers going forward? I 
think the fourth quarter numbers are probably still going to be tough ones. They may gain some, but their strategy won't have been in place long enough. But uh, it should make it should make a real difference for the 2022 numbers. Um, once they once they the acceleration of fiber upgrades starts starts uh, paying off and they put a few hundred thousand more homes onto fiber. Um, in terms of customers, it should be a good thing for customers because uh, fiber doing all fiber is definitely uh, gives you better higher speeds and better service and fewer problems than if you're on a hybrid fiber coax or something else. It, it should be a good thing for customers, um, but it probably won't pay off in the short term. It's going to be more of a midterm to long term. Thing. Um, all right. Anything else that you're keeping an eye on uh, as far as Altice goes for, for the upcoming year? Um, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep up this big of the pace. Um, they say they're mm-hmm. signing up like, they, they have like 13% of their base, of the broadband base signed up for big of the service and Close to half of their new subs are signing up for it. If they can keep that up, they'd be a monster in terms of it. They could have millions of subscribers by the end of next year. All right. Well, I guess we look forward to seeing if the gigabit monster Altice emerges in 2022. Thank you, Alan. Thank <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. All right. Take care. Thank you so much, Alan, for taking the time to talk today. Thank you as well to our producer, Pierre Landreau, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.